Welcome to the Chips and Bits podcast. I'm your host this month, Matthew Anderson. And with me as always... Kenny Myers. There he is. Uh, welcome back, everyone. Hey, welcome back. It's good to have you. So good to have you. Uh, you're here for the, uh, the, the allergy episodes. Uh, I don't have allergies. Or you're here for the, uh, the sit-down podcast. Yes, because I sprained my ankle and Matt's nose is slowly caving in. So we're going to spend the rest of the podcast uh, talking like, like NPR. NPR hosts. Yeah. Uh, what are we talking about this month, Kenny? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we're talking about a girl on a mountain. We are talking about a girl on a mountain. What's her name? Celeste. Yeah. Celeste. And hey, you made this game, right? I did. Yeah. Games by Matt. No, Matt makes games. One of them. Yeah. I, you know, uh, Games by Matt, I think, makes the other game. What other game? The guy in the cave diving. Ah. Yeah. I don't know that one. No, I made that up. Okay. It's like the inverse. See, the joke is it's the inverse of Celeste. Oh. Yeah, yeah. So the name change for the company, which I got wrong, I was covering up for. Okay. <laughs> so what I did was I made some sort of like alternate universe joke. It was really, really funny. <laughs> yeah. It was really I was let funny. You keep going. Hold on. Let's give our <laughs> listeners some time to finish laughing. Okay, I think they're done. So you know he's Canadian too, eh? Hey, yeah, hey. He's not only named Matt and is into video games apparently, but he's Canadian. That's that explains why you're collecting fruit just because strawberries specifically. Yeah, yeah. you're just like, well, let's just get fruit. I yeah. mean, Canada's a nice place. There's some nice fruits up there. So uh, the maple fruit. So so Celeste is. Uh, let's describe it a bit. It's a platformer, an indie 2D platformer, an indie 2D platformer, revolutionary. With uh, with a pixel art style. Beautiful pixel art style. And it's difficult. It is difficult. Although, recently, what is difficult has shifted for me a little bit. That's true. You've been playing a lot of Sekiro. I have. Um, yeah, so it's not quite the level of, say, uh, a Dark Souls or a, even a Super Meat Boy, if we're going to go platform. Yeah, like that comparison. Super Meat Boy like ramps up pretty <clears throat> damn quickly. But it's the same sort of vein. Um, but it's a lot more story Hidden story driven. I guess I should say there are things you can do in the game that you can find that unlock levels that are incredibly difficult. Yes, that's true. Yeah. So, I mean, those get kind of me boy. Yeah. Uh, but did you like it? I loved it. You loved it? I thought it was a great game. Really? Oh, yeah. I totally loved it. Oh, my gosh. That's surprising. Why? I just didn't think this was going to be a game that you liked. No, I thought it was really great. Okay. Yeah, I thought this game was great. Yeah, and I played it on the Switch, too, and it feels like a perfect Switch game. It does. I actually I started playing it on PC months ago before we ever decided we were going to podcast No, we it. remember we were trying out the stream, and one of our That's friends right. on the stream said, you should try out Celeste. And we were playing some game that we were like, ah, let's not play this game anymore. Let's play Celeste. And yeah. you started playing it, and we were both like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah, and uh, but I then I still, based on how now I'm, I've, I've kind of... The Switch has become my... 
platform for games that I would play on the PC, but I want to be able to go to the coffee shop and play them too, or sit in the park and play them. And so when we decided to podcast about this, I repurchased the game a second time on the Switch. Are you like that hip those that hip group of kids in the first Nintendo Switch commercials yeah. where you're like yeah. playing at the park? Yeah. Everything... And you like just hand the homeless guy your remote and be like, let's play Mario Kart. And like, then use the kickstand, dude. Sipping Mai Tais. Use the kickstand. Use the yeah, the terrible <laughs> kickstand mm-hmm. of the Nintendo Switch. I was actually really excited you got a Switch. We haven't talked about this. No. Because it's been incredibly hard to drag you to buy a Nintendo and play Nintendo games for a long time. Yeah, not anymore. Although the strange irony there is that I own a Switch and I own lots of games for the Switch and only one of them is a Nintendo game. <laughs> yeah, but it's a good one and it's an important one. It is. Um, anyways, getting back to Celeste. I mean, you should tell them what it is. It's it's Toad Treasure Tracker. Oh, God, so good. I really think we should podcast about it. Maybe we'll do a bonus cast for the Patreons. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, or not. I mean, we don't want to lock into anything no, where we no, have I'm to do saying. extra work. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I rebought it on the Switch and played on that, and it was, it was just, it's the perfect, I mean, it's a great game in general, but it's, yeah. a, it's a great game to have on the Switch, too. It's just about the right size, too. Yeah, that's the thing, you know, I, I normally, even when I give, you know, the great distinction for a game, I like to, you know, find something, one thing that I can be like, well, it didn't have this. Yeah. Um, but th- there's not a whole, like, there's there's nothing, really. I mean, it didn't really have, like... A super compelling narrative. It had an interesting I it, one. I thought it was amazing. It was a good narrative. It was so cute. It was about finding oneself. It was more about that. It was it was about like dealing with your internal dialogue with yourself. Oh man. That the devil celeste was great. Yeah. You should talk about the devil celeste. Well, yeah, it's so, like Nega Celeste. Yeah, so essentially, you know, you're you start the game something and something happened. You're in a sad state, but you don't really find out about that until you get to like the end of level two, I think. Yeah, you think that you just you've you're you're bent out of shape about something and you just have to climb this mountain and you're not sure why. But and but you just you're gonna climb it. Yeah. That's 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 the that's the motivation for you. Just I gotta do it. Right. Uh and then you see yourself in a mirror at some point, and in the mirror you look terrible like instead of being this like cute girl with you know nice hair now you're this like zombie looking girl with beady eyes and you're purple and you glow and you look kind of like demonic right and that uh character that version of you ends up coming on the other side of like breaking out of the mirror and then it will come and run amok on the levels with you and say nasty things about you like you don't know what you're doing you're never going to make it to the top just a lot of like negative self-talk yeah uh, and chases you around the level. Yep. Uh, with like mirrored copies of herself and makes it very difficult to pass levels. If you ever played any of the Mario games and you've done those levels with like Shadow Mario, yeah. it kind of works like that. Yeah, it's Shadow Demon Celeste, and yeah. you have to time jumps and not get hit by her. Oh, it's just it's it's bad. Um, yeah, and so then over over time, you you start to realize as you meet another character in the game and the story progresses that. Uh, I mean, I guess it's up for interpretation, but apparently this mountain that you're trying to climb, it's its not a real mountain. It's like... Uh, it's a real mountain to me. It, like it's I said, just a mystical mountain. It's up for interpretation. Yeah. Uh, regardless... Well, then how do you explain the other character? Aptly named. Uh, can you remind me which one? The old lady? No. Or, the uh, dude Theo? on the mountain. Theo, yeah. Theo. I don't know. Yeah, well, you just think he's just, I mean, he is a character. He's a fully realized character on his own mission. Kind of, yeah. So I don't think, it, I think it's a mystical mountain, but I think it does exist. All right, it's a mystical mountain. Yeah. And you're trying to get to the top of it, because at the top is like... Your own self-identity. Yeah, realization that yeah. 
you control your own thoughts. Self-actualization. Yeah, you can control your own thoughts. You can do whatever you want. You have, you have your own be... bootstraps. Yep. You don't I, don't, to... I don't feel like it's like you can do whatever you want. You control your own thoughts. It, well, yeah. Cause... I think it's more like embracing the thoughts that uh, that uh, because the, one of the actual levels is about her trying to control the bad part of her, and it goes terribly wrong. Yes. No. You're you're putting it much more eloquently and yeah. Succinctly. Well, fucking. I mean. I said it was a simple story, but I didn't say it didn't it didn't lack subtlety. It was as well it was well done. Yeah. I mean she all the stuff that she's struggling with, you know, borders on the fringe of uh sort of anxiety and depression and self doubt and not, not thinking good things about herself. And yeah. she tries to push that stuff, like subdue those feelings and push them down. Uh, and then when they come up, which is this negative version of Celeste, she tries to fight it, you know, and be like, yeah, yeah. No, you're not a part of me and all this other stuff. And Yeah. Or like, of, why are you doing this? So definitely, to Kenny's point, the final part of the game is to sort of accept that regardless of how negative or bad things are, what you think about yourself, that it's, you know, all parts of you are good. Informed and, by and it. beautiful things. And not you can good, accept but those. They're just, they're just complex parts. Like, yeah. And it's okay to have those things. Just, yeah. Just be okay with who you are. Yeah. Anyways, all of this from this like platformer indie. Right. I mean, it's just like I thought the story was incredible, and it was very neatly weaved into just this basic concept. I guess when I when I think simple, when I think of like complex, like when I said it was simple story. I mean, it really is not. It has complexity in its morality, but it's really just a simple tale of a girl climbing a mountain. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like a lot of involved plots that a lot of games get into. Yeah, I mean, that I really enjoy generally. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's one thing. Yeah, there's, there's one thing in the story that it's yeah. covering. It just does a very good job at it. Except for the fucking hotelier, that guy. That guy's hilarious. I hated that level. He's so funny. That was my least favorite level in the game. Really, I thought it was great. He was hilarious, especially when he turned into a monster at the end. Mm -hmm. But the, I mean, that's another thing. You know what? I changed my opinion. This is a really complex, good story. I was wrong. <laughs> I was wrong because I feel that way. I mean, as I'm talking about it, I genuinely like. His whole thing was he couldn't let go of his busted hotel. Yeah. He just couldn't let go of it, and that made him a monster about it. Yeah, it was he, all decrepit. No one came there anymore. And then Celeste like tried to help him, but even in trying to help him, didn't help him at all. Yeah. It was really, uh, yeah. yeah he, he didn't know how to accept help cleaning the hotel and getting it nice. Okay, and... so I guess what is, I mean, you know, sometimes uh, the, no, the puzzles were all pretty fair, I felt. Mm-hmm. Some of those crystal hearts were hard to get, but they're supposed oh, to gosh. be. They're it, supposed to be. Yeah. So yeah. So anyways, the story is great. the 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 pixel art uh, is very well done. Very well done. It's. It was so. Again, I, to talk about playing this on the Switch, we played it on PC months ago, and I think we for played, like two hours. Yeah, not that long. Yeah. I kind of forgotten. I think all, Matt all about finished it. two levels. So I pick it up on the Switch. I'm playing it. Uh, most most of the time, I play the Switch in portable I, I have it somewhere or i'm sitting in bed and playing it pooping <clears throat> no nope, I, I never play it pooping uh and i'm just like wow this game looks amazing and i played several levels uh, across several days on the switch and then the first time i actually docked it and put it up on my television i was like holy shit this game looks amazing on my television you know what's interesting i played the game 
on the Switch with no volume. So I I've heard that the music for Celeste I was just about to say the is music is phenomenal, great. but I have never heard any of it. Really? Yeah, because I was just sitting there playing while uh, everyone else was watching TV and stuff. I'm not going to turn on the volume. Yeah, and you want so you want some extra strange irony there. One of the best uh, musics uh, or soundtracks is in the uh, hotel sequence. I'm sure, and especially then when he's like monster and chase i mean some of those chase sequences the music's really good yeah and every level is like divided in two in a really interesting way it's like one is you learn a new technique like Mm -hmm. there's a new type of jumping thing and then the second half is you now have to use that very fast yes like like you have to figure out how to use it to dodge something or move around something while the screen's moving it was really well it was really smartly designed oh i thought of i thought of the one thing that i didn't like what? The analog joystick on the Switch is not the most precise piece of hardware. No, I, you, you do occasionally crash into walls. Yeah, and you have to dash diagonally Yeah, quite frequently in this game. And you have to change between straight dashes and diagonal dashes. And over and over again, I, you know, I knew I got the timing right, and I knew that I was, should have been in the right vicinity. And the switch would interpret it as a as a diagonal or a straight, and I would go into fire or get hit by something. Yeah, that was a pain in the ass. Yeah, I don't. Again, that's more a, a it's really a, a Nintendo. It's thing. more of a Nintendo thing, so it's not on this game. But the the game did you know suffer because of that. I think uh, one of my favorite things was the actually the last few levels. The one first where uh, you like are almost near the the top the last two levels i think are the best you're almost near the top you fall down and then you have to get back up uh but the last level where it just combines everything that you've done including working with your evil demon side to get to the top uh was just so fulfilling it wasn't as challenging but it was like super heartwarming in a in in an incredible way for a game that is just so simple Mm -hmm. and it's like I mean, I guess I think back to, like, the Super Nintendo games, that like, RPGs that really, like, hit you. And, like, Final Fantasy VI is the best example. Like, the opera scene. Yeah. Like, there's a moment, there's moments like that in this game where it feels like the art opera scene where something's sort of revealed about the person without actually saying, this is the thing about this person. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an open world game from Ubisoft. Um, this guy looks like a bad guy. Uh, it was, uh, it was great. I loved it. Um, I tried to do uh, everything. That's crazy. I and then I stopped that. because I was like, I need to finish this game. It's going to drive me nuts. Like, I wouldn't pick up the game because I was playing. They have these secret tapes you can find that open B-sides for levels. Apparently, there's C-sides, too. Yeah, if you do all the B-sides. And they're going to add more D-sides, I think. Uh, and I played through some of the B-sides, and I got some of them done. And then, like, But I realized like I wasn't playing the game because I would stop, put it down. And because be like, oh, hard. I don't want to go back yeah. and play it. <laughs> Because then I'm gonna have to do the B side, like finish up where I was. Yep. Uh, so then I shifted to just like getting it done, and it was super worth it. I loved it. You should buy Celeste. It's a great game. It's it's really good. It's uh, Matt by Games. It's Games by Matt. Matt Games Matt by. makes games. Matt, friend of games. Yeah, something like that. From beautiful Mexico, Australia, Canada. I don't know where in Canada they're from, but well, they're probably from Vancouver mm. or Victoria. Maybe. I think they might be Victoria. I'm gonna guess Alberta. I'm Why not? Say, Alberta doesn't get enough credit. This is this is a French Canadian thing. That they're from Montreal. <laughs> Montreal. It could be. How do you pronounce it? Uh, depends. Okay, Montreal. If you're French, if you're if you're Canadian, uh, Montreal. Montreal. Do you? Have, we'll see. Yeah. 
Are there any French Canadian listeners that would like to write in and talk about how I butchered the pronunciation? Yeah, please write in to us at our at our letter address. Nerds at chips-and-bits.com. You can just tweet at us. Oh man, I just realized I pulled Yeah, a, you did it. I, I wanted pulled to bring Kenny, it up. You, you forgot the fucking intro. And I knew oh, it. Oh jeez. And I knew it and I was waiting. I was actually thinking of interrupting your talk about Celeste, but I decided that thematically I would wait till the end, which is now. The end is now? Yeah, I think so. Okay. No, we no no we have it's only fifteen minutes in. Is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I really don't have anything to say except this game is exceptional and you should play it. Like the artwork looks amazing. It's this. I mean, conceptually, it's just a very simple two D platformer, mm-hmm. but they use those tools really well. There's nothing really revolutionary about the gameplay. It's enjoyable, but what really is how they use all the gameplay and uh, the production of it is really really great. Like yeah. it really is just a very simple 2D platform. Yeah, it's it's just that everything you know, we've run into this situation a couple of times and I can't remember what any of those games are, but every once in a while you'll run into a game that you know, could benefit from all the games that came before it and you're just like, "Why do they try and mess with this formula and and it fails because they try something stupid or new and it's just not very well done." Plus you hate change, you're afraid of it. <clears throat> I really do. Yeah. Yeah. And and this game does not do that. This game, you know, benefits from all of the games that have come before it, all of its predecessors, and it has a very un- you know unique combination of different things from different games. It's a two button game. Yeah, I mean, there's there's nothing complex about it's, it. Its mechanism is a double jump. Yeah, essentially. Or well, and it's a double jump that can sometimes hit a thing that then gets you another jump. Right, but it's still like and a the, double jump. Yeah, it's just a double jump. Well, yeah. then it becomes a triple jump. Yeah, but that's a spoiler. Yeah. But in the end, like to Kenny's point, you know, like again, sometimes you can get to games where you become so overpowered or you've learned so many techniques that then the game just becomes, you know, too easy. And sometimes games deal with that via um, comedy, like uh, like Guacamele. Guacamele, you know, even once you get to the point where you're so overpowered, it's so fun and hilarious just playing through the levels anyways that you yeah. don't mind that you're just like blowing through yeah. all the enemies. Yeah. Uh, and in this game, they did it via, it was sort of like a celebration. You know, you, you find out, you find out what's going on with the story. You meet this other side of yourself, and this other side of yourself just like jubilantly starts throwing you through the level and helping you pass different things and completing yeah. objectives. And you can do everything now, and it's it's easier, but you I, don't really care. You're just sort of like, yay! I don't think it got any easier. No, it doesn't. It doesn't, I, I, it doesn't I, I get easier. It just doesn't get claim. harder. It it doesn't. It it gets about. It gets harder. I mean, it gets to a level of hard, and then it doesn't really shift from there, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. Yeah, but it never... It, I wouldn't say it gets easier. Okay, yeah. The last level is more like a like really nice little yeah, thing. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. But there's still some hard parts to it. Yeah. It's, it's like in Journey, when you're like, you know, going towards the mountain mm-hmm. at the end. Like, that's really it. Like, it's just like this really nice celebration of your death, I yeah. guess. But you don't die in this game. No, you don't. Or do you? I, was that up for interpretation? I don't think no, there was. No, no, there was no death. No, there wasn't. There's was a party. There is. Yeah. How, how was your pie? Uh, it was delicious. Was it? Yeah. Mine was, uh, I think mine was pretty good. I don't remember. They eat strawberry pie at the end. Yeah. Can it change based on the level of strawberries you collect? I believe so. I don't know. I don't know. I believe, the, I believe it changes how good your strawberry pie is at the end of the game that you make for your friends. <clears throat> yeah. Mine was pretty good. One of them had tasted better, and then the other one was like, don't say that. This is a pretty good pie. The game had really good characters. Yeah. They were instantly pretty likable, pretty much across the board. Mm-hmm. 
Even the ones you weren't supposed to like, like the old lady who would laugh at you. I liked her immediately. She was hilarious. I felt the same with her. I'm like, why am I playing this? Yeah. She's like, you can't go up the mountain. I'm like, I know, but here I am for the podcast. For the podcast, Matt. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, that's Celeste. Yeah. Pretty straightforward review on that one. Everyone should play it. It's great. Yeah, it's super fun. Super. I mean, it's brief. It's like long enough where it's worth whatever money they're charging you for and short enough where you'll be like, ah, oh, good. And if you want to go deeper, you can. Yeah, and the levels are good. And we didn't. No, we didn't. <laughs> I, I did, like, I collected over 100 of the 200 strawberries, and I think I did two or three of the B-sides, and I found the Crystal Hearts, which, you know, you'll either find or you won't, or you'll have to Google that. Uh, but those are difficult. Did you do the last level that you unlock with the Crystal Hearts? Uh, no. The epilogue? The, the key? No, I didn't go to back to the cave and get the key. Okay. I probably should, though. It was fun. Uh, maybe I'll come back to it at it's some intense. point. It's intense. Yeah, you won't. Crazy. You say for you're like on record as saying you don't go back to games. Sometimes I do. Which that's a lie. It's not true. Wait, sorry. Unless the game ends with Etris. No, unless it ends with Ed Space. Oh yeah, did yeah. you play Dead Space twice? I did. One and one and two. I don't remember which ones. The one I played through with you, the co-op one. Well, that was three. Well, we played that twice because we wanted to for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Which uh, you can look up on this on this very whatever you're doing yeah. this through podcasts. Uh, so before we go, before uh, a little bit of housekeeping that I forgot to do. Really going to be I, helpful for all the people who listen through the entire episode. Dude, we have some committed listeners that listen for a long time. Yes, but, we have uh, our four friends. Yeah. So uh, if you enjoy our podcast, we would, as always, appreciate an iTunes review. I don't know why anymore. Um, why would we want an iTunes review? Yeah, why would we want an iTunes review? I mean, that surfaces up to Apple if we get a lot of them. That's right. And then they feature them, and then we get more money. That's true. Yeah, and then yeah. we get more Patreons, and then we can do exclusive things. Yeah. Also, we just like to you know hear what you think. If you think it's great, we but, like to hear that. But mostly take your money. Yeah, mostly that. Uh, speaking of taking your money, we have a Patreon. That's at Patreon slash Chips and Bits. Yeah. Uh, and we love our Patreons. We, from time to time... We love them so much, we don't do anything for them. From time to time, we debate quite frequently about what things we could do uh, to make... Maybe we should record the debates. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. <laughs> and release them to our yeah. Patreon <laughs> If you... If you're... So, if you're listening to this, that got a little weird and cut off a bit, uh, because something's funky is going on with my computer, so... We're going to try and brace for this. But fortunately, we were roughly at the end of the podcast. Yeah, plus we're extremely professional, so. Yeah, I mean, we're not going to do any editing. You get the real law. You guys expect nothing raw, less than this. live, technical failures. Uh, That's my yeah. new podcast. Mm-hmm. The only other thing I was going to mention is that we have a website. We do. It's pretty cool. We it put looks some, really nice. We put some notes up there. It's a little, It's funny. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's mostly just images. Yeah, mostly just images. Yeah, uh, the notes are very funny. Thank you. Uh, the description is always very apt, although it's altered for social media for some inexplicit reason. Yeah. Anyways, thanks for listening to the podcast. Yeah, and we're so sorry about that cutoff. We'll try not to do it in the next podcast, but don't worry, that's a month away. So we have some time to fix these errors. Yeah, plus something to look forward to. Yeah, I mean, if it fucks up again, then we're just going to stop podcasting. Yeah, forever. And start streaming again, Matt. Uh, thanks, as always, for listening. I've been your host this month, Matthew Anderson. And over there, that guy? Yeah, me. I'm Kenny Myers. That's him. Thanks. We love you. See you again next month. We don't love you, but we like you. I do. Mm. Friends. We're friends with benefits if you're on Patreon.